What is LTC at home, long-term care at home? These services uh, for patients, they're in their homes. They didn't go to a nursing home. They're not part of a, a, an assisted living uh, nursing center who might otherwise be in a facility, even skilled nursing. LTC at home, this is a term that we are hearing over and over and over again um, on Happier at Home PRN on this episode. Wait to hear this interview. Um, I'm so excited about the expansion of LTC at home and what it represents in the shifting populations of patients preferring to receive the same care that they would receive at a long-term care facility in their homes. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Ever since COVID, what we know to be the norm is rapidly changing. In order to adapt to this, your business must adjust and transform accordingly. For pharmacies, unlocking the profession's potential to improve patient care is where this opportunity lies. Today's product-focused role of the pharmacist calls for the industry to move toward clinical services. The focus will be on prevention over treatment, and care will happen in the home or community. As accessible and trusted healthcare personnel, pharmacists can play a big role. Happier at Home harnesses this opportunity by showing the benefits of expanding your pharmacy into home care services and how this is a recipe for success. Innovation and growth will help community pharmacies to continue to exist and thrive in the future. Hey, there's an article out of Skilled Nursing News, whole system is broken. And that's in bold letters. The whole system is broken. Nursing home operators in national coalition say long-term care will need a generation to fix it goes into all of the issues that communities across the United States are having and not having enough, they say, beds. Um, I don't like referring to organizations that care for people as beds. I like to think, how many patients are you serving? Not necessarily beds. I don't mm -hmm. believe you serve beds. You serve patients. And with that, I think of the personalization of medication management and everything that our community pharmacies are doing to ensure that the people in their community are receiving the services they, they need. That's why I am so proud to have Debbie Marcello as a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network leading our podcast, Happier at Home PRN. Debbie, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for that introduction. It's always great to see you. And I am equally as excited about the powerhouse of a woman that we have as a guest today. Um, she just sets her mind to what she wants to do and does it. Uh, I want to welcome Lindsay Demowski. She is the Centennial Pharmacy Services in Philadelphia community pharmacy owner. And she also is the co-founder of LTC at Home Pharmacy Network. Lindsay, thank you for being with us today. Debbie, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm okay. so excited to be here and to, um, you know, to be here specifically with another organization that appreciates patient care in the home, because this is something that pharmacy needs to focus on and uh, we got to get the message out there. So this is exciting. You're right. So you didn't think you had enough to do with your running your pharmacy. So you figured you'd start a whole nother venture. Is that what we're talking about today? Um, you know, no, I, like, I really... 
Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. That's that's what we entrepreneurs do. We have a little piece of a plate open and we got to fill it. So um <laughs> I I'm I'm so excited to talk with you today. And I I love talking with our pharmacy owners that I've had on as guests, uh, because I, I love hearing what their road has been like. You know, I'm curious about how you became a pharmacist, how you uh, opened your pharmacy. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, like many of the listeners that I'm sure tuned in, um, I am a pharmacy daughter. So I grew up uh, with my parents, my parents owned pharmacies, and I grew up earning my allowance by working the cash register, putting our drug order away, cleaning shelves outside. So, uh, you know, pharmacy has just been in, in my blood. It, I was literally born into it. And so, um, I always knew that I wanted to be involved in pharmacy and I kind of thought that I was just going to go to college, go to pharmacy school, be a pharmacist and you know, take everything over in regards to the, the retail business that my parents had built. Um, but there was just a different calling, I guess. Uh, I actually ended up seeing a uh, automation technology um to do pouch packaging for patients. And I thought that it was the coolest thing because at the time in my family's pharmacies, we had just started with a figuring out a way to get medications into people's homes um, more conveniently. Uh, we knew that bottles weren't really working. We saw a lot of gaps. And so we were trying to find solutions and uh, just manually blistering wasn't a great solution for our pharmacy. So I saw all this machine and I said, you know, we, we have to do this. We, we have to go into this. And, um, you know, my, my dad who had been a pharmacist for years at that point was like, I'm a retail pharmacist. I am not getting involved in any of this. I, I go in, I fill my prescriptions and, and we leave. Um, and I, I just really, made my case. And uh, fortunately, my parents had always treated uh, the family pharmacies that we had as true family pharmacies. And uh, they always involved my brother and I in a lot of decisions from naming to, you know, kind of taking us out. And I remember my dad would pick me up from school and, and we would go to like meetings with wholesalers and I would start to learn about That's the industry. Great. So yeah, we started just talking more that. about it we decided that we were going to jump in two feet, uh, get this technology and start getting it out into the patient's home. So. Excellent. How long ago was that? Oh my goodness. Uh, that was 2014 when we had originally started that. So ahead of your time. Yeah. And so were your parents, uh, I guess, I don't know if anyone was really seeing about how looking into the future and how the landscape was going to change. Were your parents um, on board with a lot of the more progressive ideas that you might have had to expand your pharmacy? I think they were. Once once they saw the impact that it was actually making on the patients and how the patients were so thankful to have a way to organize their medications that made sense to them, um, and also how much the providers were calling up the pharmacy and saying, you know, what is this? You know, what's going on here? Um, and the providers started to engage with us, um, you know, not only more closely, but probably more respectfully. Um, at that point is when we all knew that, that we had something going on that we had to 
we had to just push and, and shift our business model into, into that business model. So really focusing on knowing that the population is aging and that people want to be able to remain independent and in their homes. Um, and, and that medication compliance can really be a problem for people. Uh, so with this automated packaging machine, then uh, did you find that your revenues were changing as far as your profit margins at that point? Uh so not at first. Uh, it has been a long road to be mm -hmm. able, um, you know, increased, um, increased revenues and increased reimbursement. Uh, we started just as traditional retail pharmacy. Um, then we uh, actually migrated into a combo shop when a lot of the long-term care, um, a lot of the long-term care uh, groups started recognizing that there were actually uh, populations of individuals in the home who were chronically ill and who needed to age in place and weren't going to uh, be supported by a facility. Um, so once once we were able to you know take advantage of some of those uh, opportunities in long-term care, we migrated to a combo shop. Um, and then we eventually started going to uh, just all closed door long-term care where we actually are supporting our patients, uh, the patients who qualify for long-term care at home um, through our pharmacy. And uh, we technically operate as a long-term care pharmacy, but we're supporting community patients instead of those who are living in facilities. Excellent. And do these patients, um, do, you, do you notice that they need multiple services to be able to stay in their home? I, it, you don't provide any DME or anything like that? We don't, but there mm -hmm. are pharmacies out there who have uh, a, a full full service uh, of solutions that they provide to the patients. And mm -hmm. I really think it's wonderful when the pharmacies, especially your pharmacies who are in your, your more rural areas, are able to become that healthcare hub uh, because not only... Uh, are they providing the medications and the, the specific pharmacy services? But then they also have the additional uh, DME clinical services. I uh, can get into home care, which I just think is the coolest thing. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities with um, being able to support this population, specifically because, because they are so chronically ill, they are aging in place, they don't want to go to a home or they may not be able to afford to go to a home. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities for pharmacies to be able to care for them more holistically than just providing medications. Right. That's that's the wave of the future. They need to strategize around that for, let's say for 2024 coming up, we know they're, you know, the DIR apocalypse is upon us very soon. And to be able to strategize and ways that you're going to be able to offset that, um, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, of course, uh, but making sure you don't have all your eggs in one basket uh, and you're diversifying your services is really important. So I'm, I'm uh, really excited excited to talk about your network uh, that you are co-founder of, but I'm curious about that network, Lindsay, are you, you're, you're not a PSAO? No, we are not a PSAO. Um, our goal at the network is to actually partner with 
PSAOs um, and be able to provide that compliance piece, not only to the PSAOs, but also to the pharmacies. So the Long-Term Care at Home Pharmacy Network acts as a centralized hub for everything long-term care at home. Um, education, best practices, uh, compliance documentation, like attestation forms and uh, different needs that may um, that pharmacies may find themselves um, needing for uh, compliance reasons or audit reasons. Uh, it has been gatekept, and I don't necessarily think on purpose, but I think a lot of times in pharmacy, things are really, really difficult to find. So we realized that there was a need to uh, get this information out there to pharmacies, uh, to be able to put it all in one place and to be able to provide additional tools and resources like the education piece and uh, you know different types of best practices and just uh, the availability to talk to people who are doing this in this industry um, and make sure that pharmacies can fully take advantage of this sector because our population is only getting older, our population is only getting sicker, and the the typical retail pharmacies, it, it's difficult to operate a pharmacy these days. And right. I mean, I talked, you just talked about the 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 DIRs coming in, in 2024. I've talked to pharmacies who are taking out mortgages to be able to support the cash flow mm-hmm. for that. It's, mm-hmm. it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. So um, this is a way for us to get the information out there, make sure that pharmacies have access to it, um, and also um, you know, provide any type of additional support, not only to the pharmacies, but to the PSAOs or to different groups that are looking to support at home in, in some way. Excellent. So just stepping back for a second, when um how is it that you determined that you wanted to start this network did you were you sitting around with your family and thinking wow i wish that we could provide these services for more people or help my colleagues uh, what were you thinking well we knew at centennial that we had a model that worked and we knew that we had a model that pharmacies were interested in because we had a lot of different groups coming here um essentially asking what what do we do and how do we do it? Um, we we know that the information for at home is available, but it's extremely extremely hard to find, um, and it's also scary because it is a new sector of pharmacy and providing long term care into the community, not into a facility, uh, can be a bit daunting because it hasn't historically been been done before. So being able to take all of our resources and knowledge and package it. Uh, for pharmacies to to provide, um, to pro- I'm going to say a network because that's what it is to to provide a network that has all this information uh, really was our goal. Uh, we wanted to make sure that patients could be taken care of um, all over the country for long-term care, at-home needs, um, whether they were chronically ill, aging in place, if there was something going on, um, and they needed this type of pharmacy service. It, it shouldn't be isolated to a specific area. It, it needs to be something that's available to all the patient populations across the country that need it. And this was a way for us to be able to support the industry in doing that. I love hearing that because there, you know, I've heard so many times when you graduate from pharmacy school, you're not taught how to run a business. And so this is uh this gives people an opportunity to expand their business and improve their sources of revenue. Um, But it also is stepping out of their comfort zone. Uh, So 
Are you able to kind of provide a roadmap or those step-by-step process for those that might want to start long-term care at home? Yeah, that's exactly what we do. So there are uh, retail pharmacies who have not uh, taken advantage of combo shop opportunities. Combo shop is what allows a retail pharmacy to have both a retail and a long-term care uh, classic trade uh, to be able to bill for uh, retail or long-term care. So for the pharmacies who haven't started that process, we have a roadmap to be able to obtain uh, obtain the long-term care MPI, to get all the documentation order that they need, to connect them with the resources like the the long-term care PSAOs that they're going to be um, that they're going to need to be connected to, to uh, for contracting. Uh, for the pharmacies who have already done that, um, then we add the compliance support. So one of the big things in long-term care at home is the documentation of the patient care. Um, how is that done? Um, how is it done effectively? Uh, what is uh, what is approved or not approved by by different payers or different health plans? Um, what opportunities are there uh, for pharmacies to to bill or be reimbursed differently for long term care at home that they may or may not be aware of? Um, additionally, along with the roadmap of getting started, is all of that information so that it's right there in a centralized. Throw my pen everywhere. It's right there. <laughs> Hub for, for you talk as much with your hands as I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you're providing these services for pharmacy owners, is there a membership fee to your organization? There is. So we charge $79 a month uh, for membership, and that gives pharmacies, um, each NPI, access to all the tools that we have, all the resources that we have. Uh, There are weekly uh, webinars, lunch and learn type of activities with our team members. Um, And there's always things being updated, newsletters going out, information being shared. So uh, we feel like it's, it's, an effective solution for pharmacies to be able to get access to this information and keep up to date with all of it because it is a new sector and things do change in this industry very quickly. Well, I'm very excited to become one of your partners because I see how our happier at home business model would work so well with the long-term care at home, um, especially when you have, I, you know, one question that came to my mind while you were talking was, well, how do you find all these patients, long-term care, you know, the in-home care patients? And, you know, that, that's one of the questions. uh, And I actually want you to answer that in a second, but, um, you know, just thinking ahead, if any of your members in your network or anyone who wants to be able to provide the long-term care at home pharmacy has a happier at home business where they are expanding and their services and providing um, the light housekeeping, meal planning and preparation, personal assistance services, just those basic services to help people remain at home, which is a, on a cash base payment, by the way. Um, if if we are promoting our franchisees and we uh, have that name recognition in your community, we're able to attract those home care patients, and then you could naturally just start 
service, servicing them, of course, as long as they um, are qualifying for uh, those services of long-term care at home. Those are patients that you can start servicing right away. So it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, that... Um... The, the population of patients who are going to be part of the happier at home ecosystem are the population of patients who are most likely going to be uh, reimbursable under long-term care at home. And it's a no-brainer for pharmacies to be able to connect the two because those individuals who need support with ADLs, uh, which are activities of daily living or instrumental activities of daily living, those patients who are homebound, who uh, have uh, three or more chronic conditions, and then take multiple medications for those chronic conditions. Um, you know, those are those are the patients that you're supporting. Those are the patients that we're supporting for for long-term care at home. So it it goes hand in hand. So um, one of the questions I started asking you earlier was how how do you traditionally, if you don't own a home care business, how do you um, get those referrals for long-term care at home? Well, they can come uh, in in different ways. Uh, what we find is that a lot of community pharmacies already have these patients um, in their population. Uh, they're just not taking advantage of the the opportunity to bill them under long term care. Um, so first and foremost is looking at your current patient population in your pharmacy um, and identifying the patients um, through your current population. Um, additionally, uh, we find that a lot of uh, providers will actually send referrals over uh, to patients who are in need of, of these types of services. Uh, we have social workers, especially social workers who are uh, supporting independent living communities and other um, other types of organizations like uh, maybe adult daycare centers or places like that who know that uh, these individuals um, you know fit the needs they they can't leave their home independently they're they're chronically sick they're on a lot of medications um, so we get referrals over from those groups case management. Um, and then, of course, we see a lot of referrals come over from home care agencies. There's a ton of home care agencies who are in the homes and they 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 see what is going on with the patient um, in in their home setting and they know that they need support with their medicines. Excellent. So as you were rattling off that list of potential referral sources, those are common to our businesses, common to Happier at Home and the independent community pharmacists. So that's very exciting. There's so many synergies between uh, providing that long-term care at home pharmacy services and the actual, as you said, ADLs or IADLs uh, in their home. So um, we're talking about instead of referring out to another company, being able to refer services to yourself and uh, refer business, I should say, to yourself for those additional services to help your elderly and disabled populations to be able to stay home. So it's a yeah. very exciting thing. It really is. And like you said earlier, it it takes that pharmacist who is just a pharmacist or just a pharmacy owner. And it really makes them put their business owner cap on. And, you know, it, it makes them think differently about um, where are we going to find our, our patient population? How are we going to support our ecosystem within our pharmacy to maintain these patients? Uh, I think that was probably 
the biggest challenge when we had first started in long-term care at home was, you know, we're a pharmacy. It's kind of, you know, no business is easy, but with pharmacies, you kind of open the door and you get patients. You're able to get prescriptions in. You're part of that community. You, you know, people know you and, and you know, know a reputation and love a little community pharmacy. Uh, but long-term care at home is different. It's much more business to business, working with providers, uh, working with, with other um other community health workers who are in the home and seeing the needs of the patients. So it makes you think a lot, uh, a lot differently about pharmacy and, and the opportunities that surround it and how you can connect to your community. I loved when you called the pharmacist or the pharmacy, the hub, because it's so true. Um, you know, instead of this segmented siloed approach to healthcare, you are able to really um, bring everything together. You could be providing those services for their medical equipment, being able to have immunization clinics for those patients in their homes, uh, being able to help them increase their medication compliance. Uh, Even if you just have the packaging and someone has dementia, you need someone to remind them to take the medication. So thereby having your caregivers the happier at home caregivers remind them to take their medications and they're not administering, as you know, they can't do that. Um, so it is, um, I, I think it, it's almost giving our pharmacy owners a responsibility now. It's, it's it, asking them to embrace thinking outside the box, step out of their comfort zone, be able to expand in those different ways that are going to help your community to be able to stay home and improve their quality of care, keep them out of that healthcare system, out of SNFs or skilled nursing homes and out of the hospital. So awesome. I love you guys so much. (laughs) Feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And um, so I, I, do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Any, um, any events coming up or anything like that? How, how would we get a hold of you if, if anyone wants to speak with you? Well, uh, the best way to get information on the Long-Term Care at Home Pharmacy Network is on our website. Um, it's the letters. I'm giving the industry another another set of letters that they have to remember. <laughs> it's ltcah.com, uh, longtermcareathome.com. Um, that takes you to our website. You can find all the information on there. Uh, there are blogs on there. We actually release uh, two new blogs a week that just talk about what's going on in the industry, what's going on with long-term care at home, questions that we've been uh, getting into our inbox so everyone has access to. So those blogs are always a really good resource. Um, And then, of course, they can become a member and get access to everything that the network has to offer. Pharmacy owners, this is a shout out to you. Take advantage of this opportunity to learn from Lindsay and partnering with Debbie and understanding you have a very, very unique opportunity within your community. Your community has looked to you for years as a community pharmacy um, owner, and now you have additional resources to bring to light um, the and demystify long-term care at home through the Long-Term Care at Home uh, Pharmacy Network. You can find more information by going to ltcah.com. That's LTC, Long-Term Care ahathome.com. Lindsay, you have to promise that you're going to come back on Happier at Home PRN and give us some updates. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much. It was a great conversation. Much, much needed conversation. 